the blast from our past network. Hey, this is Mark Rolston from Shawshank Redemption, Aliens, The Departed, Rush Hour, and Survival Quest. You're listening to Podcasting After Dark. Supernatural, Halloween, Exploitation, Slashers, and everything in between. Welcome to the Podcasting After Dark Watch List, the show where a guest chooses a topic and the hosts, along with the guest, discuss their top five favorites. Light a candle, hide your Ouija board, and enjoy the Podcasting After Dark Watch List. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another awesome episode of Podcasting After Dark Watch List. I am one half of the pad team, Corey, a.k.a. Sleazy C. Joining me in the hot seat this week is my pal, Dean, a.k.a. Dean the Dream from Talking Back, one of my favorite podcasts out there. What's up, Dean? How's it going? What is up, Sleazy C? I, I don't think I've gone by Dean the Dream before, and it is now my favorite nickname. Uh, <laughs> love that one. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing great, my man. Uh, I am so happy to have you on this episode. Um, as you guys and gals know out there, I've been kind of going through the whole network and pairing up uh, people, uh, you know, other hosts from other shows with who I, you know, with what I think is the, the best, you know, uh, list for them as well as me. And tonight has been one that I've been chomping at the bit for a while to do, and that is Top 5 Sci-Fi Movie Armor. And there's no other person that I wanted to do this one with besides Dean. I was like, I'm saving this one for Dean, and then I'm so happy that you agreed to do it. Uh, I'm so happy that you said yes, and it makes the armor file in me so happy. <laughs> of course, man. Of course, dude. I will I will always be here for anything, but definitely armor I'll be here for. Uh, I've been loving the episodes that you've gone through. I think it's a great idea uh, for you to pick this time, for you to pick some of your favorite things and hear what other people uh, have to say. And you can teach us. You can teach us what to watch because <laughs> I know there's going to be some stuff I'm going to get out of you. You you are this the self-proclaimed armor file. I've, I've never even heard of it. I think you made it up. Um, I think I made it up too. Now, Technically, it means that I am sexually attracted to armor. <laughs> I think that might be true. I think it might be true, actually. So having conversations with you before, I think that might be true. And <laughs> honestly, digging into some of these, uh, some of the, some of this list that I've put together, I would have to say I was getting there myself. I was getting there myself, Corey. Well, I have a, a suspicion uh, as to at least one of them, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. But truly, I, I don't really know uh, what to expect, uh, to be honest with you. Um, you y'all heard uh, uh, Dean's brother, Tim, uh, did the, the uh, what, ships, good lord. Uh, John Spees was the, the guns, uh, Tim was the spaceships, uh, Adam was the cars, you're the armor, and I'm going to be talking to uh, the Action Action Boys about one as well. Uh, spoiler alert, I think I'm going to do sci-fi ground vehicles, um, so cool. we'll see where that goes. Uh, but everyone uh, heard uh, uh, Dean's brother Tim uh, do the do the spaceship one. So, And I was a little surprised, that, especially since uh, Tim and I are, are the same age, that he didn't know like what the Explorers was. But I do think that there's probably some some differences with, uh, you know, growing up in Canada versus growing up in the States, what right. kind of was on TV there, what's on TV here and stuff like that. So 
I, th- I find that really cool. I find that a lot of fun to sort of like kind of parse that out and figure out what the like what you guys saw growing up versus what we saw growing up. Yeah, I have uh, I have no idea what that movie was. Um, I, maybe it was uh, a Canada U.S. thing. Also, I'm a lot younger than Tim. Yeah. I like to rub it in his face so I can do the same <laughs> with you, Corey, because you're the same age. So I'm yeah. a lot younger than you. Um, so maybe I don't get that. Uh, I don't get some of the older movies. Actually, it's come up on our podcast a lot that uh, if something's from the 70s or 80s, I probably haven't watched it unless it's like the biggest thing. Um, so that's been really fun on our podcast, just digging into some of those movies I haven't seen. And it's been really fun listening to your podcast because I don't know probably 90% of the movies you're doing. When you do a movie that I know, I'm right there. I'm just like, yes, I cannot wait. I mean, I always can't wait for it. I always love the episode, but I'm like, I know what they're talking about. I know it. Um, but some, I just love listening to some of these just wild movies you talk about. It makes me want to watch those movies. <laughs> well, speaking of making to, to want to watch things, uh, before we dive into our list, uh, I got to plug all your episodes. You guys have been cranking out some great stuff lately. Uh, you're going through the Terminator. Well, you've done Terminator 1, Terminator 2. You've pretty much gone through the entire Alien franchise. I don't think you've done Covenant yet. I think that's the last one you need to do. Um, but... You know, you guys did get me to go back and rewatch Prometheus, a movie that I openly hate, but I listened to your episode and I was like, okay, all right, I'm, yeah, I listened to all your episodes, but I was like, all right, let me let me go back and give this one a shot. Um, I understand what you guys liked about it. I still didn't uh, didn't wind up loving it, but. I love listening to the episodes uh, that I've never seen the movie before, like The Sandlot. I was like, you know what? I've never seen this. Let me just, I'll listen to it. I don't care if anything's spoiled or whatever. But the funny thing is, the next day, we watched my nephew. He spent the night for the first time, and he wanted to watch The Sandlot. So I actually wound up watching The Sandlot. (laughs) That is awesome. What'd you think? What'd you think of The Sandlot? I freaking loved it, dude. Great. I thought it was a great movie. I thought you guys were right on point with uh, with everything else, everything you called out about it and everything. And uh, But it's a fun movie, man. And for someone who's seen it for the first time at 43, I really liked it. Yeah, very fun. Very, uh, very summery movie. I think that's why we, yeah. we covered it during this time. So that's awesome that you got to watch it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, thank you for all that. Uh, that shout out to the episodes because we've uh, been having a lot of fun fun doing them so i'm glad that we made you watch prometheus again which you hate <laughs> but what i what Thank i like that what i like about you Corey, is that uh you, you stand by what you don't like but you will give it another chance you will you will watch it and you will you will say what you said you will say i understand why you like it but i still don't and that's what i like to live by i don't like to call things good and bad i like to say i like it or i don't like it and if someone else likes it that is great i want to hear why they like it because i want to change my opinion i would love to love every movie out there that would be the best I never go into any movie wanting to dislike it. Yeah. I always want to enjoy the film that I go into seeing. And I will concede that Prometheus is a gorgeous, gorgeous film. And uh, for me, honestly, it's it's more like one of those things where if it wasn't connected to the Alien franchise, if it just didn't have that xenomorph element to it, mm-hmm. then I would have completely accepted it. But I feel like we all have those... Those franchises where there's a prequel or a sequel that we just we take our stand on. You're like, this is nothing like I ever thought it was going to be, and I just can't get into it. Yeah. And I love the prequels, the Star Wars prequels. I love them. I'm not one of those people who takes a stand there, but I take it on Prometheus. <laughs> great. That's 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 great. I uh, I want to hear you do an episode on Prometheus because I want to hear why you don't like it. <laughs> Maybe one I love day. to learn. Maybe I want to learn. 
<laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. All right. So uh, before we jump into the show, the countdown, let me just say, as always, we'll count down from five to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some uh, some honorable mentions, by the way. Uh, if you want, we can insert those in between uh, two and one. Sounds good. Um, if we have the same armor, or probably more likely if we have something from the same franchise, uh, we will talk about it at the lower franchise. So, for example, if we have both have something from Star Wars, we'll talk about it when we get to the person with, with Star Wars as their lower uh, thing. So, to kick things off, my man, you go first. What is your number five favorite sci-fi movie armor? Okay, my number five. Um... I'm bringing to this countdown what Tim started way back when he did his first guilty sci-fi guilty pleasures, um, that he would preface it with something, uh, and then he would say what his choice is. So I decided that I would preface it with what this armor is protecting, uh, okay. because I just picked things that protect thing protect people from something. So my first one is uh, to protect from the sun. I picked the spacesuit from Sunshine. Ah, I that just popped up on my feed like two days ago. Someone posted a picture of it or something. It's really, really cool looking. I thought I thought that was really cool, and I like that movie a lot. But I want to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, I love the movie. I think it's uh, I think it's one of the uh, most underrated movies. I think I say that because it's not really talked about a lot. Um, so that's why it's underrated. I think anyone who's really seen it really loves it. Um, but yeah, the the specific spacesuit in it is it's so hefty. I like that they made such a hefty spacesuit for like the, the whole point of the movie is that they're heading towards the sun. So as you get closer to the sun, it's going to get hotter out in space and they got to make repairs on the outside of the ship and, and, and things like that. So um, they have this heavy duty gold like a yeah. uh, huge space shoot with with a huge helmet it's um it looks like it's got some like metal meshing maybe around it um it's very shiny and, and uh would reflect the sun a lot so uh it, it really like shines when they're in the sun and uh it, there, there's a there's like a part in the movie where someone falls down in one and it is very difficult to get up and i i like that i i get that you would have to have so much padding and so much layers there um, to protect yourself from the sun. So I, I just really loved this heavy duty suit that it just, to me, looks fantastic whenever it's on the screen. I want them to go outside that spaceship because I want them to put on that spacesuit. I'm I'm happy that you're bringing up Sunshine, man. That movie freaking rocks. Uh, I'm a I'm a big Danny Boyle fan. I kind of like everything he does. Um, honestly, I probably have watched. 28 days later uh the most and then probably second most would be a life less ordinary i love both of those movies um i think life less ordinary is very very underrated uh but sunshine is as well and i remember i actually have only seen that like probably twice i've been chomping at the bit to rewatch that for a long time now but that movie's so cool because it's like it's like every genre in one. The movie goes through yeah. different genres as it gets closer to the sun. Everything from sci-fi to horror to it's just it's crazy how it shifts, but yet at the same time, you, you're you're long for the ride the whole time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it uses this very cool idea um that I think I experience. I don't know if everyone experiences, but like I kind of have this draw and and sort of this temptation to stare at the sun. Because like I, I'm always very like, 
baffled by space and what is out there and the galaxy and everything. So I will look at the sun and just be like, what is this thing? This is just <laughs> big ball of gas burning in the sky. And I find myself like, you can't look at the sun too long, right? So I'll look at it and then I'll I'll be blinded. And it's got this cool uh, thing in the movie where everybody wants to stare at the sun. Everybody, when they look at it and they can because they have um, certain shields that allow them to or they're in the suit that allows them to, they just kind of get drawn in by it and they get mesmerized by it and hypnotized by it. Like they just can't even move when they stare at the sun and it sort of starts to drive people insane. And I just I just really love that idea that I experience this on Earth. What if I actually was traveling towards the sun? I'd probably it'd probably be greater. I'd experience it even more. Because there was a character who I think he was so addicted to it that his face was like starting to peel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy. Oh man, yeah, that was that was some cool shit, man. That that movie had some awesome, awesome ideas, and I yeah. like where it went. And it was a fun ride from beginning to end. If you all haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend Sunshine. Definitely, and look up look up the spacesuit first because yeah. uh, that'll I think that'll make you want to see the movie. Like it is just it's such an interesting looking spacesuit. Like I love space movies. I love spacesuits in movies, and uh, this one is so unique. Um, and I just loved that there was something so unique when they were traveling towards the sun. Yeah, it almost looks alien in in its yeah, design for sure. Yeah, yeah. Nah, good good pick, bro. Good pick. Off to a great start. Um, okay. Greetings program. <laughs> my, my armor is called, I, I guess I call it program armor, but I guess you could probably call it games armor, specifically from Tron 1982. Now, I was on the fence about this because I, and I actually talked to a bunch of different people about it to find out, like, is it actual armor or is it just who they are? You know, like, and we're just, right now I'm just talking about the original Tron. So, like, if you take off that helmet off a of Tron, is there hair under there? Or is he screaming because that's his electronic brains that are now showing? Like, is that his head? But, you know, a bunch of friends actually pointed out to me that, okay, in, in, in Tron Legacy, you see Sam Flynn getting outfitted. So, clearly they have different, you know, styles and stuff. So, you can extrapolate that maybe the same thing is for the original Tron as well. So... I know that it's just a hockey helmet and it's just BMX padding and it looks cr terrible when, when it's in like normal lighting and everything. And, and the visual aesthetic of that film is all because of the, the rotoscoping and, and whatnot. But as a kid, it all went together for me. You know, the, the visual aesthetic all went together. You could have you could have painted those circuitry just on their skin, but that wouldn't have been cool. They have armor. That's what's freaking cool to a, to a young Cordy. And I love, you know, shoulder pads specifically. They have those. And yeah, sure, it's for it's for games and stuff. There's no, like, weapons on them. But I love how the, the identity disc can kind of get stuck to the back and then be taken off. And it's a weapon and it's almost like a, you know, some kind of a glorified USB data drive type of thing. But I keep going back to their armor. I'm going to, I'll go with just normal program armor like Tron and, and you know, Ram and all them. But Sark. Sark had really cool armor too, and I just I like that look. I thought they did a great job with it, and I'm gonna stick to my guns, and I'm gonna call that armor. Yeah, I I think you're right, man. I think that I would call that armor 100. Um, I I also love the way 
that that looks i i think there's something about it watching as a kid and being able to sort of identify the pieces that they're wearing and be like i kind of know what that is i know i kind of know how they made that and it, it may it would make me um you know as a kid want to go out and put that on and so it's just something that i would like even more you know if it's like shoulder pads it's like well i've seen i've seen shoulder pads before you know like i, I think i could work something out i could put on something and and make it uh, look similar so I, I i do understand totally the attachment to that and and how that as a kid how you would just like fall in love with something that looks like that i totally understand that that's a great pick oh thank you. yeah and and it's like i miss the days of of like you're saying like having these things that they find uh, in the real world because now Everything's fabricated. Everything's just fabricated. But you go back and, for example, uh, watch Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Luke Skywalker, he's on his Tauntaun. Those goggles that he has, they're just like freaking 19, early 80s, like Oakley goggles, skin totally. goggles. That's all they are. Yeah. But they look so perfect when they're, when they're put on the hat and kind of put together. But, like, you know as well as I do, um, if a scene like that was made now by Disney— Every piece is fabricated. Nothing yeah. is found. And I think you're right. You said it. There's something exciting when you see it and you're like, oh, that's a BMX. That's just a BMX chest plate. I can do this. I can go buy that yeah. and, you know, convert it and do all that kind of stuff. And there's something fun about that. So, yeah, I, I like that. I always thought that was neat. But you don't see it anymore. Yeah, it even honestly, it even makes the characters more relatable because <laughs> they're like, yeah, right? they're using something I understand. I know that like that could have that could just be me. <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. they're using something that I could go buy at the store. Um, yeah, it's it, that is such a great looking movie. So I am just yeah, I'm really happy you brought that one. And and I got to say, <clears throat> it's I was going to save it from for my um, my honorable mentions. But I'm going to say it now, and I'm going to um, uh, keep my honorable mentions as not uh, uh, movie stuff. If the Tron program armor didn't make the list, it's it's weird, but I was actually going to include Matt LeBlanc's armor from Lost in Space. <laughs> nice. And I know, and I know you guys just talked about that movie, and it jogged that jogged my memory. Yes. Not going to lie to you, I, that movie, yes, has its problems. Oh, yeah. But the best part of that movie is his, his armor. It's so cool how it kind of uh, does these layers these scales and comes up from behind him and just that shot i remember that shot from the trailers where it's like from behind his back he yeah. spins around and the armor's coming down and he pulls up his gun i look at it now and i'm like damn that, that actually still looks good now like it's a cool looking piece of armor yeah totally it was uh it was in the works for me while i was thinking about what to put on the list uh it didn't make it but it was it was definitely close um I had jotted it down pretty early on just because that, yep. that movie was so fresh in my mind. Um, but yeah, that's like one of the movies that uh, is just sort of the why I don't say movies are good and bad. Because like that movie, like there's got to be 80 to 90 percent of the people in the world who don't like that. And I get it. But for yeah. me, it's got such like an emotional attachment that I just I can't yeah. stop. Like I'll just throw it on and I have good feelings. I feel good about it. But that part in the movie, my favorite part, um, just the whole sort of sequence about that, I think, is uh, my favorite part. And uh, yeah, when he just turns around, hits his switch, uh, the armor goes down, the, the shield goes down. He's got those two like square cut out holes yeah. for his eyes. It looks cool. Yeah. Like it just does. And you're right. I rewatched the clip because I was rewatching some stuff when I was making the list. So I was just to see if it should make it. I rewatched the clip. It looks good. It looks really good. I In a, in a movie where there's some really shoddy CGI, um, that actually looks really good.
Yeah, that's, I think I texted uh, my, my buddy Bert. He'll be listening to this. Uh, he also helped me suss out the whole uh, Tron thing. Um, and, and I also, you know, I, I texted him. I go, I go, Matt LeBlanc was the best part of that movie. And I put in parentheses, no one has ever said those words in a sentence before <laughs> ever. But it's true. In, You're right. In that movie, he was the best part. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be right on that. He, he probably was the best part. Uh what a movie. What a movie that what is. A Not... movie. And actually, I thought it was cool at the beginning. He had those contacts that kind of yeah. created the heads up display for yeah. him. It was like two awesome elements right there that I just was like, that's so cool. And then the rest of the movie, I could be like, eh, I could take it or leave it. But for some reason, those two elements just stuck with me. Totally. I dug I dug the bubble ship he was in there. Um, it was, it was <laughs> yeah, one of the cool. for me, it was one of the best ship uh, looking ships in the movie. But yeah, it really yeah. was. <laughs> All right, buddy. Take us into number four. Okay, so to protect from xenomorphs, uh, the, yeah, lower, <laughs> but it might not be what you think. Oh, okay. The armor of the predator Scar from AVP. Uh, okay, lower still. Touché. Well, I, uh, no, I do not have any predator on, okay. armor on there. Okay. okay. <laughs> touche, buddy. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, I know. Hey, you know me, so you you think you know what's on this list, but you may <laughs> not, sir. Um, yeah. I We covered all of the Predator movies on our podcast. I, this is sort of famously a whole franchise where I hadn't seen any of the movies before. Um, so we walked through them all. And I just kind of fell in love with these predators. Like, I fell in love with this alien race. Um, they're your new best friends. They're my new best friends. Like, early on, they weren't. But it just sort of started to click as we went movie by movie. And I was like, I kind of love these these aliens. I kind of want them to succeed in these movies. I want them <laughs> to pull through in the end. I, I, I think they have personalities, and I'm starting to click with them. And I know AVP is a low movie on uh, on people's list, not a great one. Um, it's it's mid mid range in my list of the Predator movies, but um, but I love the look of the Predators in this movie. This is sort of the movie where I started to uh, I started to say that the Predators were looking a little thick, that they'd been hitting the yeah. gym. Yeah, because the, the, the thick pred boys. The, they are now thick pred boys in AVP. They come out, they're just jacked. They got this yeah. cool-looking, again, sort of heavy-duty armor. There's there's a lot of Predator armor that is um, a little more lightweight and and more just, I think, to you know hold a shoulder cannon. Like, maybe that's the only reason it's there. But these guys came out, and it was thick. It was thick. It was like... Yeah. Um, it was like plated. It has actually chest... Yeah, chest plating yeah. on it. I'm looking at it now. It actually has chest plating on it. Yeah. Exactly. Chest plating. It's got all down the arm, but they're separate pieces down the arm. Um, it's got, like, uh, down its shins. It just... It looks really heavy duty. It looks really cool. I like the helmet. Um, sort of predator helmets are always what I go to. It's not my favorite helmet, but I think just the whole look together is probably my favorite um, of Scar. There was, like, Because there was three different predators in that movie and so specifically yeah. the one who yeah. actually killed the xenomorph and put a put the scar on his on his helmet um he's, he's got some awesome i'm looking at him right now actually the, the probably the best way that i could find it was a a, a toy you know like to yeah, actually see totally, the armor yeah. um but yeah he's got a lot of chest plating like if you like compare him to like say uh the original movie predator which uh, you know is much more uh, like a, a scout almost when you look at this because he's got shoulder pads he's got like more arm armor on yeah uh, he's got like a, a chest thing and a, and a crotch armor too he is 
He's armored up. He is thick with two C's. Yeah, he, exactly. He's thick with two C's. He's armored up. Maybe it's because he's got to go against, you know, the Xenomorphs. Maybe that's why. Um, instead of just going to, uh, uh, you know, a human planet where we, we suck. Um, he's He's got to go up against the Xenomorphs. Maybe they need more plating for that. You know, they got the acid blood and everything. So I just, I really liked these Predators. Um, I, I thought they brought a lot to that movie. I felt like I was really just cheering for the Predators. The humans in that movie are kind of, you know, no one really cares about them. But I liked this Predator specifically, the one who was able to kill a Xenomorph. And uh, his, yeah, his armor just stood out to me. I like the thick armor. I do think the Berserker Predator looks really cool from Predators. Yeah, um, yeah. He's got a really cool helmet. Um, he's wearing like a jawbone of something that he killed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He looks awesome, but he doesn't really have armor. Like, he's not yeah. really wearing a lot of armor. I like this armor better. I like this body armor better. So that's why I went with Scar. Okay. I Dude, I am totally feeling Scar's armor. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Predator franchise as a whole. Uh, I love Predators. I, don't, I didn't love the Predator. Um, but like with the Terminator franchise, I just watch them all, and there's yeah. like a baseline enjoyment to all of them. Uh, haven't seen AVP in, in a long time. Uh, I didn't hate it, you know, when it came out, um, but, but I haven't seen it in forever, so that kind of didn't pop into my head. I did think about the predator armor but for me i guess i always it's for me it's more about like i guess human armor because i can see myself in it you know um but i do really like scar's armor and the way scar looks in in avp yeah cool um have you ever played any of the aliens versus predator like pc games or anything no, I don't think, no, I don't think I ever have. I may have, um, was there like a Super Nintendo game back in the day? I may have touched that one, but. Yeah, there was, but then they really kind of, it wasn't until like uh, PCs and then there yeah. was one for the PlayStation. Uh, and then it, it was always like the humans were colonial marines. You could play as colonial marines or in took right. place like more of an aliens environment. And then you could be Xenos and then you could be a predator. But the cool thing that I really liked about the PC game, when you played as the predator, you got a lot of insight insight into them and they were you know i'm going to kind of paraphrase and distill it but they a they looked at us not as like cattle or anything they looked at us as maybe like so what they looked at themselves as protectors of the universe basically which is, is interesting they're the elder alien race but they are there to protect us from the the creeping shadows which is the xenomorphs right and it's weird because they were like they were, they're testing us, but they're also trying to make us stronger so that we can hold our own against the Xenomorphs. And I like that. I like that there was, they, they didn't look down on us. They were just like, okay, we need to get you guys up to snuff. We also yeah. need to study you. And you are lower than us, so we don't have a problem killing you. But ultimately, we don't despise you as a species. We see your potential. We just want need you to get up to the point where you can handle your own against the Xenomorphs, you know? Yeah, totally. That I I would uh, I would really be into that because I like in the movies I like their honor. That's what I, I really like about them. I like that they sort of had a co they have a code that they uh, that they kill by <laughs> and they will stick to it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what just really that's what really hooked me about them. So I I would like that. I would like a game that digs more into them. And one day I got to get you to read the uh, Dark Horse uh, Predator comics as well. So yes, I mean, for sure. I would love to to talk about those with you. So we'll we'll figure that out. But good pick, buddy. Good pick. Uh, again, that was another one. A pre Predator. I looked at Predator also, and was like, yeah. 
And and ultimately, I'd probably say my favorite is still just the original one. There's yep. something about it. And it's also probably the way it's lit and the way it's shot mm-hmm. and everything. Just I just like it, you know. Especially that shot when he's in the water, just getting out of the water. He turns his head. Oh. He just it looks so cool. So good. Yeah. All right. My number four. Come on, you apes! You want to live forever? I'm of course talking about mobile infantry armor from Starship Troopers 1997. Awesome, awesome pick. Okay. Not on your list, right? No, not on the list. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, saw this movie right out of the. Actually, you know what? Even before I saw this movie, I was prepped and primed and ready to go it was one of those movies that like i had like the like this making of magazine before i even saw it like i was you know this is late 90s i was fully buying into all the tie-ins uh you know even before the movie came out and i saw that thing in the theater and it blew me away and i love starship troopers i think it's a lot of fun it's campy it's cheesy it's got great violence great nudity it's got everything you could possibly want but the end of the day, what brings me back to it all the time is how cool the mobile infantry armor looks. I should ask first, Dean, you've seen Starship Troopers, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. Oh, yeah. This okay. was Starship Troopers was a movie that I I would watch a ton when I was like, I, I would say, 13 or 14 years old. One of those movies that I would have to hide from the parents but it just had all, like you said, it's got all the action. It's a podcasting action. after dark movie, dude. Exactly. It's my <laughs> podcasting after dark movie. It's got all the action. It's got all the sex. I would just watch it over and over. I loved it. And then as an adult, you know, re-watching it, um, again, just sort of became one of my favorites again because there's actually a lot to it that I didn't really pick up as a kid. Um, and it just looks amazing. I, I love it. I love Starship Troopers. I think this is an excellent pick. I, I love the armor they have. I love how lightweight it is. Yeah, and and I love that you skit in the movie. You get to see um, like the armor with like the full fatigues underneath, and then they're on a planet where they're like just wearing their their black t shirts because yes. it must be a bit hotter. And I like that. I was like, that's cool. You get to sort of see variations in it, how they how they wear it and stuff. And you know, who knows how well it actually protects against like bullets and stuff because it doesn't seem to protect very well against you know the the arachnids. Yeah, but it looks it looks cool. It's it's weird because and I've I've tried to draw it. A lot it looks simple but it's actually it's got a lot of shapes in it and it's totally. actually uh you know kind of kind of tough to draw um but the helmet man the helmet looks fantastic um and then even better was the fact that they had to make thousands of these costumes uh for the movie and for the extras in the background that you saw the costumes showing up in tv shows years later right uh you go watch firefly the very first episode of Firefly, when they run into the federal, uh, the federals on on the train, they're all wearing Starship Trooper armor. That's amazing. Because it was all made. Like, dude, they had there was so much. And then um, I was on, I was working at the video store. It was probably like maybe 1999 or 2000. And it, I always worked on Saturday. I always did a double shift on Saturday, and I'd watch cartoons in the morning. And it was just a random. Power Rangers, they were in space. I didn't know because I, I hadn't watched Power Rangers in years. And I didn't know why they were in space. But then I'm like sitting there watching it and I'm kind of ringing up a customer. And I look over and they encounter some like space cops and they're wearing Starship Trooper armor. And I'm just like, ah, Starship Trooper, stay over there. It's Fantastic. everywhere. That's awesome. That's so good. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that they made so many, you know, that yeah. they had to make so many and they did make so many. Um, I was looking up this armor because it was one that was, again, another one that was close to the list. Um, and you're right. I 
thought it was like from afar, it looks kind of very simple. But once I would, I got close to try to, you know, break it down, what I really love about it. Um, there is a lot of detail to it. It would be a hard thing to try to sort of sketch exactly what it looks like. There, There's a lot to it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, I like it. I, I, it's really good. You're right with the helmet. The helmet looks great on everyone. I love the helmet. Yeah, that's that's a that's a hot helmet. So. Yeah, yeah, hot <laughs> helmet for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's hot people in that movie. That's what that movie is yeah. about. That movie is just about hot people. <laughs> it, it really, really is. Yeah, I gotta love that movie. I, that's gonna that will definitely be a movie we 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 tackle on on podcast after dark. It's it's a fantastic film. I mean, I think Zach has it on Blu-ray. I have like the normal generic Blu-ray. I'm kind of in the back of my head, just sort of waiting for some sort of awesome like shout yeah. factory or something, you know, to Same. come out to yeah. do it. You know? Yeah, I just got the normal blu-ray i'm waiting for something something nice to come out give it give us some sort of 4k thing you know yeah, with, an, with an awesome new poster art or something on the cover yeah. you know well because that so. and that movie looks so good like <sighs> uh, that i want to see that thing in 4k with a with a sweet case it's it's an ugly planet a bug planet <laughs> it's so good so good, so good. yeah it's awesome <laughs> all right buddy you're number three mm, back to me okay i i gotta think this is higher on your list but uh i will go to protect from rebel blasters yeah higher on my list but go, should keep i going. go ahead okay to keep going the emperor's royal guard from return of the jedi all right we'll let's we'll discuss when we get to mine okay that is a fantastic pick bro that is actually one of my favorite star wars toys and one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars armor, not didn't make the list, but it's it's probably top five if I did a top five Star Wars armor. But we'll get into it. Okay, we'll get Perfect. into it. All right. I am the law. I am talking about Judge Armor from Dread 2012. I oh god. If if it, I mean this also goes in order of what I would also want to cosplay as. Oh yeah. Um and and I've seen some people cosplay as Dread or like another character, but it's you know still looks the same. But man, dude, like I love the fact that they incorporated all the iconography from the 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 comic book. You know, there, there's there's the eagle is still on the right shoulder, but it's not ridiculous. You know what I mean? They they made it all realistic and jesus that movie i saw that movie and it just i couldn't believe it i it's one of the few movies from just i walked out just like i'm in a new world now i live in a new world and the funny thing is i felt the same way after watching the raid and they're almost the essentially the same movie totally but yeah. like but like i walked out of both movies having my life forever changed and i watch both of those movies i've seen them probably both 10 times now i watch them both regularly um but dread 2012 i think that movie's unbelievably good the definition of underrated we should have had a sequel because i wish we saw they have like if you you can google it online but they've done a design they they of a picture of judge death fighting judge dread but it's in the style of the the movie and i'm like god i wish we got that you know totally um, but that armor, that helmet looked amazing. Just the, the, everything about it, the knee pads, the shoulder pads, just the way it looked, the zipper in the middle. I mean, it just, like I said, it's. I love the fact that they were able to incorporate everything. They kind of just shrunk it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and hey, guys and gals, I've never said this on the podcast before, but I, I'll stand by it. 
I don't hate the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd movie at all. And I, and I know that he takes off his helmet like in the first five minutes. And I know that that is <laughs> sacrilegious. <laughs> I know He's that slung. that is sacrilegious. <laughs> but I don't hate Judge Dredd. I actually thought it was kind yeah. of a fun movie. But Dredd is definitely, definitely a better film. Yeah, I have an interesting relationship with Judge Dredd because I watched it a ton when I was a kid. And I have not watched it since I was probably like... 15 years old so i i have memories of loving it but everybody talks about how it's so horrible so i almost don't even want to touch it i don't want to go back i want to keep <laughs> those it. memories yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that's a great pick um dread is a movie that i i really enjoy i think it's very watchable like it's just one to throw on and you can watch it makes sense that you watch it all the time and i think the armor is the best part and yeah, that's a yeah. movie I like. And I think the armor is the best part. That helmet. I'm I'm really, I mean, I guess you'll see with some of my picks, a lot of it has to do with the helmet. I yeah. like, I, the armor has to, for me, the helmet has to look good for me to sort of look at the rest. And that helmet looks so great. And it's so great in that movie. Um, I All the close-ups on, on his face, all the close-ups on Dredd's face, having that, amazing helmet not being able to seize just anything but his mouth and chin i love the design i love the design of his armor um yeah that was a great pick it's on again it's on like my honorable mentions list it's on what i was what i was going to be uh uh listing down for when i first started to list them all down and figure out what my top five should be it was very close another one that was very close i love it love this pick and I love how, you know, the Dark Judges, they incorporated the Dark Judges from the comic books as well. But I like how, like, they didn't just paint their armor black. You can mm. tell it's just covered in soot and stuff. Like, so you can still see some, like, red and stuff in there, but they yeah. just made it dirtier. And then you know that those are the Dark Judges. It's it's so good. Um, it's funny. Uh, you know, I, I have a thread with uh, Tim and Dean, and we kind of just chat and stuff. And I'm always joking that... I am the Venn diagram between them because every episode I either agree with Dean or I agree with Tim. I don't ever really agree, disagree with either of you guys. I, I jokingly uh, always refer to myself as, as the as the third Manus. Well, I'd actually be probably the fourth Manus. Um, you are. You of, are. Of older brother. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys dub me Wario Manus. Um, <laughs> but, but the funny thing is you said the helmet thing. And dude, that's, I mean, that is always my starting point as well. The helmet is always the starting point. And like I said, the mobile infantry helmet is where it was, the Judge Dredd helmet. And then moving forward, it's, yeah, for me too, dude, it's the helmet. So it doesn't surprise me that that we sync up in that regard as well. Yeah, it's, it's the, I think it's the, for this one, it's like the red and black contrast too. It just like, yeah. they're, they're both such deep colors, you know, Yeah. Um, that it just, it just pops off the screen. I, yeah, I, I, I love that one. That's a great one. I love that freaking movie. Yeah. All right, buddy, let's get into your number two, your penultimate. Two? All right. To protect from Earth's primitive weapons, the Harvester's armor in Independence Day. Oh, touche, my friend. Touche. Yes. Now, this one is basically because of the scene where you find out that they are wearing armor. So I don't know how, how well you remember Independence Day. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So these aliens, you they, they look huge. They have these huge, massive heads, and they capture one. And you think that this is what this thing looks like. And then they are going to sort of perform an autopsy and cut it open and see what it looks like. And the first thing they cut open is its face. And they peel it open. 
and there's like all this gunk and then they peel away the gunk and there's a head inside there's a smaller alien that outside looking thing was just its armor was just its spacesuit and as a kid like well i saw that when i was maybe 11 or something whenever that movie came out i was at a birthday party and it was hot off hot on the rental stand hot on the new releases so they rented it for this 11 year old party i watched that and i i didn't watch anything when i was a kid so this scared the shit out of me like i was so (laughs) afraid of this scene cutting it open and, and and this alien being inside then the alien popping out and still being alive like, I just had nightmares forever. So this thing is stuck in my mind as how cool that was. How much of a, how much that threw me that, like, I don't even know if they say it in dialogue anywhere. I didn't pick it up as a kid that it was supposed to be armor. So I was just so shocked that inside there was an actual alien. And I've just loved that sort of um, misdirect ever since. I've loved something that looks like an alien and then you find out that it's armor and they actually look like something different inside. I'm just referencing Prometheus. You think yeah, that that's I, what they look yeah, like, but yeah. uh, it's actually just their their spacesuit or whatever, their, their, their helmet. I love that throw off. And uh, yeah, it just... The way this one creeped me out, but also just a cool, how cool of an idea it was. Uh, that's why it reaches my number two. Yeah, no, nah, dude, it's it's a good one. Honestly, it's probably one I wouldn't have even considered. So it's not even on my consideration list. But you're talking about it, and you're absolutely right. I I think it's a really cool design. Uh, I love the idea that that it's all like gooey and, and organic, yeah. and but that's that's the the roboticness of it. You know, like they've they've done things differently than us. You know, they don't rely on this. Uh, you almost think that those, you almost imagine those suits are actually grown versus like yeah. put together, you know, but that's, that's really cool. And then when they're in it, they have those tentacles that can kind of like lift them up and do all kinds of stuff with them. They're, they're very capable in those things. I almost wish we saw more of like what their Definitely. ground forces, you know, could do yeah. in those things. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool design. And, and like you, I, I like armor that kind of sometimes looks, I don't know, like organic or something, or is like, it looks like something else. Uh, I'm also thinking about Stargate. Have you ever seen Stargate? Oh, yeah, for sure. Remember the Anubis looking guys? That that, that was just armor that was on their head. Right, and it would, yeah. You know, that's cool, too. I like that. Um, yeah. I liked, I liked in... Um, the, the Tobey Maguire very first Spider-Man movie, I like that Green Goblin's mask looks like a goblin, but it's armor. I thought, totally. I think, I yeah. like that shit. I like when armor looks like it's something else. Yeah, it's it's in uh, Big Trouble in Little China, too, where there's like these tall things that look like statues and they're just marching. And you've come across so many ghouls and, and things up until that point that you're like, okay, like this is definitely what this monster looks like. And Jack even asks, like, he's like, what, what is that? Are they monsters? And uh, Egg Shen tells him, no, they're just dressed for Lopan's wedding. Like those are just, <laughs> just people dressed up <laughs> like yeah. in these, in this crazy looking thing, like a statue. I love it. I love when I'm thrown off by what it is. Yeah, good call, dude. That's that's super cool. That because that's another again. That's something else I, I didn't sort of put together, and that's why I love doing things like this because we get to now actually I can you know somehow decipher why it is that I like this particular thing. And yeah, it's it's like you said, I like armor that can also. It's not so much a camouflage. No, and it's yeah. not so much like a reason to like. There's no reason for it to be like that, you know. Or there's. It's, you know, it, maybe there is a little intimidation to it or something, but it's just, 
it just looks that way. I don't know. It's it's hard to put a finger on it, but I like it. I like that. Yeah. And I like the Independence Day because that scene was cool, man. Even as a kid, I mean, I saw that, yeah. uh, you know, as a kid too. Um, obviously older than you, but that scene was very shocking to me as well. That scared the shit out of me too. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's the, the just the organic stuff inside, you yeah. know, because when they cut it open, you're like, okay, they cut that thing open. You know, the, the and then it's just like you peeling aside the goopy goo and there's another head. It's like, what, what's going on? What the fuck's going on? Turn this thing off. I'm out of this birthday party. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out. I'm all yeah. going home. Older brother, come and get me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Older brother, I need you to pick me up. He'd join oh, in good. and watch Independence Day. There's no way he would pick me up. He'd be like, Independence no. Day? I'm there. Okay, I'm in. I'm there. Yeah. You need to stay and watch this. Yeah, this I'm not awesome. saving you. I'm coming to watch. <laughs> I'm coming to join you. Yeah. Uh, all right, buddy. My penultimate. A day in the Marine Corps is like a day on the farm. Every meal's a banquet. Every paycheck a fortune. Every formation a parade. I love the Corps. I'm talking about... United States Colonial Marines armor. Do you have an alien franchise? I don't, sir. Uh, you blue, you stinker. I thought I knew. So I'm just going to say it since it's not on your thing. I thought your your number one was going to be uh, the spacesuits in Alien, which knowing that you're not having it on there, we, we need to talk about them because they're freaking awesome. Definitely, uh, definitely. But let's talk about Colonial Marine armor, For sure, buddy. Man. I mean, every, before I get into it, you tell me what you think of, of Colonial Marine armor. Oh, I just, like, it's kind of the, I find it very similar to Starship Trooper armor. I find it the sort of a similar, for me, um, a similar aesthetic to it, where it's like, I, I totally dig the helmet. Um, I like the chest piece. I think when you look closer at it, there's a lot more to it than when you aren't looking at it. It kind of looks like maybe it isn't as heavy duty from far, but when you get up close, you're like, oh yeah, that is... That is actually going to do a good job. Um, yeah, I, the Colonial, I love this movie. I love the Marines. Like, it's just something when you see that, when you see that armor, uh, you talk about ones you would want to wear. This is totally at the top of ones I would want to wear. I've picked a lot of, like, aliens wearing things. Like, so those aren't things I'm going to wear. But this is totally up the top of ones I want to wear. I love how it looks. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, famously, if y'all been listening to the podcast since the beginning, you can piece it together. Um, Aliens is my favorite movie of all time. I, I always say Star Wars is life, but Aliens is my single favorite movie of all time. I saw it in the theater at eight years old. I begged my dad to take me to see it. Um, you can hear on the the, the the spaceship episode, the dropship was my number one because it was specifically the picture. I can remember the Time Magazine article only had like three or four pictures in it. And, you know, I'll, obviously all like publicity stills and, you know, stuff that they could put out. But one of them was like a side shot of the dropship coming in. And I just, my, at that point in time, probably, you know, seven and a half year old or whatever, eight year old brain, I saw that and I was like, oh my God, whatever that is, I need to see it. I made my dad take me to see it. And it terrified me, but at the same time left such a lasting impression. And I love the Marines. I loved how they looked. I loved their, their helmets. As we always say, I love the helmets first. And then yeah. it kind of goes down. And the funny thing is, you know, what my second favorite piece of armor always is shin armor. I don't know why, but I love shin armor and they have shin armor. And honestly, you know what, what brings down the starship trooper, the mobile infantry armor is they don't have shin armor right yeah I, I i love it for some reason uh and by the way i was like i think it was like like just a few years ago 
uh, I was watching Aliens on on Blu-ray on my TV, and f- literally probably for the five hundredth time, I'm watching this movie, and it was the first time I ever noticed that the uh, engineers that find Ripley at the beginning of the movie, um, they're actually wearing Colonial Marine armor as well, shin armor. They're just wearing Colonial Marine shin armor, but it's painted yellow. And the armor oh. file in me was was very disappointed that it took me 40 years to, to actually like notice that. Um, but no yeah, kidding. dude, to this day, it's, it's, a, it's armor that I always tried to draw, but it's so, like you said, it's, there's actually a lot more complicated stuff to it. Uh, there's some indentions and stuff like that. But I, I did used to draw it as much as I could as a kid. And I would just, I mean, back in the day, I would watch the movie Aliens. I'd pop it in and I would just pause it on stuff just so I could see the images. Because we're talking like early 90s, you know, mid 90s. There was no internet. I couldn't just pull up images and see what this stuff looked like. You had to, you know, pause the movie and actually look at it so you could draw it and everything. Yeah. And, you know, the, the camera on the side of the, the helmet oh, so is good. Is awesome yeah you know and then the and then i love how the the heavy machine gunner armor is a bit different than the than the you know the other armor and stuff it's just damn dude and to the point where i'm not gonna lie to you and it's really weird when i was a kid i'd watch that show all the time i'm sorry watch that movie all the time when i got home i would draw and stuff i've seen that movie let's just say 500 times as soon as hicks is taken out i've always turned it off because i've i don't i'm like yeah i've seen this before i don't need to see it again so i've seen Ripley saved Newt probably only 250 times. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're like, once once the armor's gone, I don't need <laughs> it he, anymore. I just, I'm literally here for has the to, armor. Yeah. <laughs> once he has to take it off in the elevator, I'm like, eh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I'm out. No more armor. I'm out. Uh, yeah, that's... That's fantastic. I, I love how they uh, they each kind of put their own personality into their armor too. You know how they mm-hmm. they got to you know sort of have it dress it up a bit to fit their uh, you know fit their own uh, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and that's that, I love that even that that makes it that makes it even better for me that there's some totally kind of, and that's something I wish there was a little bit of in in Starship Troopers. But I do yeah. kind of like the uniformity of of the look of Starship Troopers. Um, right. That I, might even be the point of that. You know that it, yeah, it would, getting personality into that armor might not really be what uh, Verhoeven's going for there. But I that is what would bring it down a bit for sure in the looks department. Yeah, and and you don't have it as your number one, but. For the listeners out there, Dean, what is your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie of all time is Alien. So you're aliens, I'm alien. Uh, We got to get together and and have a double feature someday. Like, what are we doing? Um, I know we're 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 trying. We're always trying to figure out a way to 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 capitalize on that. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, I I love um I love the spacesuits in Alien. Um, I I love spacesuits that honestly that Ridley Scott. Uh, comes up with he he just I, I think he always has a different spacesuit in his movies and I think the they Prometheus always look, look great good too. yeah I, I think um it, for me you know again with the helmets spacesuits to me start with you know the the big helmets the big clear um helmets that everyone's wearing I think they look fantastic and alien it's probably my favorite um of his designs uh just when I went with spacesuits I went with sunshine just because it's so unique um but definitely like absolutely love the look of alien everything about it um from ships to spacesuits um you know everything in interior and exterior of of everything in that movie it's absolutely fantastic yeah that that movie i mean it, it's awesome i love alien I, I i absolutely adore that film uh and those spacesuits are so cool looking yeah. but i also love that they look like they're 
Yeah, I don't know. They look like they were like ancient aliens, like they're made in the past or something. Totally. Yeah. You know, it's it's such a cool uh, design, especially with, like the shoulder pads having like those balls on them. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's some, I don't know what it is, but it's just cool. And I'm glad they're there. And they're so bulky and big totally. and heavy. Yeah. Um, uh, some of my favorite armor, you know, will also kind of segue a little bit into our, our uh, honorable honorable mentions. But I love... Um, um, Space Marine armor from Warhammer 40,000. And uh, that kind of, uh, the, the spacesuits and Alien kind of remind me of that mm. because they're just so wide, so yeah. big, and so heavy and bulky looking. Yeah, I love the bulkiness of them. Uh, I also love that they kind of like exhaust out the top. You know, like mm-hmm. they have that, uh, you know, whatever is the carbon dioxide or whatever is coming out the top. Uh, I just haven't really seen that before. And I thought that was a really cool thing. Like, why why wouldn't you just shoot it out the top of your helmet? Why would you shoot it out like the back? Uh, it's yeah. just, yeah, it just made a lot of sense to me. I, I just really love it. One of my favorite movie going experiences, I got to see that um, in theater. They just brought it to our local theater. Um, and played Alien in theater. And that was just one of my favorite experiences of how good it looks on a big screen. And it's like from 1979, it looks so amazing. Yeah, I got to see Aliens um, at uh, at one of these outdoor screenings in L.A. Uh, during the summer at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. It's just this huge, huge cemetery oh, yeah. that's right behind Paramount. And uh, they always show movies every sun- summer. It was, it's actually one of my favorite L.A. things to do. Um, and, you know, you're not sitting on graves, but, you know, you're in the cemetery. It's all right. around you. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. But we watched Aliens there. And yeah, it it holds up so well on the big screen. Um, it, everyone was into it. You know, they screamed when they're supposed to scream. They laugh at Hudson and stuff like that. And uh, but it's just it it holds up so well. And so does Alien. You know, yeah. and and it's just like. Both of those movies are fantastic, uh, and then you know, for me, I kind of spin off and go down the the Dark Horse Comics route is kind of where it spins off for me. But I do love uh, Alien Three, specifically the assembly cut, which I just mm-hmm. watched for the first time. I think actually during quarantine, I was like, "Fuck it," because I was like, I never thought it was that much different. I was like, "Okay, I don't think it's that much different." It's holy crap! <laughs> it's very different, oh, and very it's so different. much better. Yeah, it's it's. It's so much better. It's it's actually a movie. I don't know if I can even watch the other cut. Um, it's yeah, it, it's it's a lot better. It's still um, it's still one of my lower uh, movies in that franchise. But uh, it, it's I just love that franchise so much that like even the lowest movie of that franchise is going <laughs> to yeah. be one of the highest movies of other franchises. So <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's low down, but I mean I love it still. I'll throw it on and just really enjoy the two hours i'm sitting there watching it yeah yeah and and guys and gals if you want to listen to me tim and dean talk about the alien three uh uh, gibson script the unused gibson script uh we did a fun double feature uh episode of that uh a while back but you you should be able to find it pretty easily that was a good that was a lot of fun to do that one that was a great time yeah we had to bring you on to talk about something in the franchise (laughs) right we know you love aliens so much so uh that was fantastic that was really fun and, and as always, I appreciate it, my friend. You you guys rock. Uh, why don't you just, you want to, how many how many honorable mentions do you have? Um, well, we've gone through a few of them, so I would say uh, I could go with four, but I could just okay. list them quickly. Yeah, just, yeah, rattle them off to me and we'll, and we'll discuss, and then I'll rattle off. I, just, I only have a couple, and we'll rattle mine off then, and we'll just discuss. Okay, couples that that we can get through pretty quickly. It's just uh, Alita Battle Angel. I love that... Uh, hmm. 
I love the armor on Alita. Um, she plays this like motorball sport and uh, that's when she's got some armor going in full force. And uh, it's just, it's a cool scene. Uh, I like that movie. I think that movie is pretty underrated. Um, I, so, I enjoyed that one. I, yeah. My wife and I watched that. We, we had a good time. It's not with something I'll probably ever really watch again, but I didn't hate my time with it. It's same. Exactly the yeah. same for me. I, I really enjoyed it, uh, but I probably won't see it again, but good movie. Yeah. Um, Edge of Tomorrow, I, I didn't really go with like too many mechs, but uh, I really liked that. I really liked Edge of Tomorrow, really liked uh, the mechs Tom Cruise is in there. Dude, good call. I actually really freaking like that movie, and I yeah. wish I, – I mean, so I lived in L.A. when that came out. Um, I was in uh, Culver City. And there was a giant billboard for it, and it said, like, it was like, live, die, repeat. It was huge, and then it was like, edge of tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. And then I just started calling it live, die, repeat with people. And it's so funny because when it came out on Blu-ray, they actually kind of changed the name to live, yeah. die, repeat, you know. But they should have just kept the original name, which is because it's based on a Japanese manga. And the original name was the best fucking name to begin with. Yeah. All you need is kill. Yeah. That's the name. And I'm like, you had the winner right there. Totally. You got you got three names possibilities for this thing. You got All You Need Is Kill, Edge of Tomorrow, and Live, Die, Repeat. And Live, Die, Repeat is the worst of the three. And they <laughs> went with that the, for a while. Yeah, they went with... Because it was the tagline. <laughs> yes, they went with Live, Die, Repeat. They called it that for a while. Edge well, of Tomorrow... Edge of Tomorrow is trash, too. <laughs> yeah, it is trash, but I think it's better than Live, Die, Repeat. I think Edge of Tomorrow is interesting because you can never get there. You're, like, edging tomorrow. You're always right there, but you can never get there. But all you need is kill? Come on. Come on. Come on, all you need, why didn't you go with that? I feel like because it's a Tom Cruise movie, you didn't go with all you need is kill, and maybe it's a little too harsh, but I don't know. I mean, but that movie's freaking awesome. I Amazing. love that fucking Great movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, I love that yeah. movie. Um, I just, I, I know we don't go with uh, sort of newer things. I guess Edge of Tomorrow is pretty new and Alita, but this is why I left it off the list. But Iron Man, I love Iron Man. I love how Iron Man okay. looks. So he's kind of he's kind of my dude in the MCU. Okay, well, which one? Which is your favorite of? Uh, and you don't have to know the mark, but like, which movie version is? Your I favorite like too? I like Avengers, like the Marvel's okay. The Avengers. Okay. That's my favorite. Might be Mark Seven. I mean, I think he does six and seven in that movie. Okay. Um, but like that, I, the seven, the one that he at the end, um, when he's uh, sort of jumping out the window and needs to it to uh, fly to him is, yeah, is yeah, the one yeah. that I really I really like that one. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's my, that's kind of my MCU guy. I, I'm a big MCU guy and, uh, I love Iron Man. I love how he looks. Ah, oh, dude. I, I love MCU, man. We're, we're, we're enjoying what if right now. And, uh, I mean, we watch everything MCU. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then my, my last one, my, my one remaining one, it's, it's kind of armor. I mean, it is armor. It's the, the people are wearing it to protect themselves. It is road warrior. Okay, so I was on the fence whether I was going to include the Main Force Patrol um, costumes from Mad Max, the first okay, one, yeah, the one yeah. that you guys reviewed thinking you were going to be talking about Road Warrior and you're talking <laughs> about Mad Max. Amazing. Um, you guys watch Mad Max thinking it was Road Warrior. Um, but like, I was like, it's kind of armored. They have like shoulder pads yeah. on it. In leather, it kind of protects you from like road rashes and stuff. But I was like... 
Uh, I don't know, but yes. Uh, And if you could just say, I guess, go with costumes or like maybe say uniforms, the the main force patrol MFP uh, uh, costumes from specifically the first one, just their normal costumes of leather with two shoulder pads and everything. I think, like, how can you imagine having cops look like that? Like how freaking intimidating, but kind of cool at the same time. Totally. Yeah. They look, they look fantastic. I, I, yeah, I think, I think that's why I left it off too, because it was tough. All there really is, is shoulder pads because who I mm-hmm. wanted to go with was like Wex from road warrior. And I was like, all he really has is shoulder pads, but I just like really liked his choices in that movie. I liked that he, you know, assless prob- chaps too. He assless chaps, wonderful choice. Went with the pink mohawk, mohawk, wonderful choice. Then he just like picked out the, uh, he picked out the shoulder pads and he decided he wanted feathers on them. And I yeah. just, I really enjoyed this guy's choices in the movie and I, I thought I would want to point them out. Ah, oh, good old Vernon Wells, man. He's he's fantastic. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. great as a, the villain in Commando as well. Um, is that one, have you, have you ever seen Commando? I have, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Stick around, Bennett. So, <laughs> Fantas- <laughs> right, I mean, well, fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, great movie. Um, I, I didn't have quite as many. Uh, I already mentioned uh, uh, Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine Armor. Uh, what's your familiarity with Warhammer 40,000? Uh, nothing. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, moving on then. Um, <laughs> right. I'm curious what's your, uh, what's your familiarity with Captain Power from the 80s uh, uh, live action, not cartoon? I don't think I know Captain Power. <laughs> I don't think I know. I got to look it up. I got to look up. Ca- Tell me about Captain Power. I'll look it up quickly. Yeah, Captain Power, I, I didn't pick him because he, he's a TV show and we were specifically okay. doing movies and stuff like that. Um, but as a kid, uh, you know, watching the show, it was like this live action sci-fi show that was on Saturday mornings. Uh, the, the catch was the toys would interact with the TV show and you could shoot at the toys with this like, you know, epileptic seizure inducing flashing (laughs) lights and everything um but captain power himself he looks really cool his armor looks pretty damn cool dude he rules i gotta pull up here talk about helmets we start with the helmet (laughs) man the helmet rules he looks so good he's got shin pads for you he's got the whole thing does he have a jet pack on his back uh, no, he doesn't fly, but there's another guy that does. And he's okay. got great armor, too. There's actually uh, a few people on the show, and they all actually have really cool armor. It's a really cool show, dude. Actually, dude, LaFors is in it from, from uh, Mallrats. Uh, fucking uh, uh, Sven really? Ol- Olinson or whatever is in it. Yeah. Really? I mean, he's Excellent. like a main character. It's like his most main character show or movie that he's ever done (laughs) amazing it looks great i've never heard of it all these posters look fantastic yeah dude yeah yeah actually the um the series dvd set the the box set that i have for the whole series freaking it's i got a drew struznan uh painted poster on the front like the cover is drew struznan wow so yeah yeah seriously awesome it's the real um, deal, this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it tried to be. It tried, it tried to, to be, be the real deal. deal. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, dude, it's not uh, a movie or a TV show, but probably one of my favorite things in the entire world is the Mortal Kombat franchise. And I've been playing that franchise since day one. I loved Mortal Kombat 1. I played it in the, in the arcade. But what solidified my love for that, that franchise was Mortal Kombat 2, the arcade game. Um, just Mortal, I have Mortal Kombat 2 in general. Um, but specifically because I was blown away by the ninjas have 
armor. They have mm. they have shin pads, my second favorite armor yes. choice. They have shin, and of course those shin pads are just catcher, you know, baseball catcher pads, but they look freaking cool. And then they have um like armored face masks as opposed to just having right. the cloth face masks. And I was like, "Holy crap, what a cool concept that I've never seen before in my life." And I'm sure that there's, you know, uh, uh Shokasugi movies out there where th- that 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 it's a reference to and that that does exist, but for me, I didn't see that until Mortal Kombat 2, and I was blown away. Uh, that also combined with the fact that, like, I just love the vibrance of the color palette of Mortal Kombat 2. Like, to this day, like, my favorite color of blue is Mortal Kombat 2 Sub-Zero Blue. My favorite awesome. color green is Mortal Kombat 2 <laughs> Reptile Green, etc., etc. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but I, I just, it's my favorite arc. It's my favorite video game of all time. Um, but specifically number two, I love the way the ninjas looked in that game. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. The ninjas look amazing. I mean, I don't have familiarity with that game specifically playing in like the arcade. Um, I have, I have one of these like uh, little Genesis Sega Genesis consoles you plug in and have 50 games yeah. on it. So I've definitely played it on that. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. I, I, I love, I love the look of specifically the ninjas in that they look so good. I, I I love that that face armor. I love instead of the mask. I just I I'm with you. I love that. I think it's so cool. And in honestly, like Mortal Kombat the movie, I toyed with like having them like because I love Scorpion and I love yeah. Sub Zero. Totally, but I think yeah. It's, it's there's just not that much armor to them. They really only have the face mask because actually they don't really have the shin armor in the movie. But I do love the way the two ninjas looked in the original Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, film. yeah, they looked great. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh, Corey, do you, do you like hockey? I, I never, I, I kind of got in the hockey face for a bit. Obviously I grew up watching capitals. Um, you know, the, yeah. the caps, um, but there was a phase that I was in, I think it was around 96, 97, where I played a lot of NHL, the video game. I think I played NHL 97 or 98, something like that. Okay. Cause but, there's, there's lots of shin pads in hockey, but I guess, I, I, I guess they're covered up by socks. So that I might know, not, they just, yeah. they just look like they have fat legs. True. Yeah. It doesn't really work. It doesn't, <laughs> it's not eye pleasing. Yeah, that's true. No. No, That's why no. maybe like like you said, a, a catcher, a bat catcher might be a little bit better. You can see their shin pads and you can yes. see their mask covering their face. That might be yes. better for you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not, not a big sports guy, unfortunately. But uh, go Capitals. <laughs> uh, dude, numero uno. We're at one. Okay. We are at one. So for number one, to protect... And serve. Mm-hmm. RoboCop. Oh, my. Okay. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. Now, I understand that he is a robot. So maybe it's not armor, but I think it is. I think there is armor um, protecting his inner circuitry. So <laughs> I love, dude, I love RoboCop. I love how RoboCop looks. Start with the helmet. I really like um, just sort of the single slit uh, to, to like for your to look out of, you know, a single slit for your eye holes. Um, I'm for if we're talking about X-Men, I'm a, I'm a big fan of how Cyclops looks. I know people don't like Cyclops. They give them they they really give him a hard time. Um, but I think that he's uh, he's OK. I think he's an OK guy. I kind of like him. 
Um, I've liked him for a while, probably just because of how he looked. I always had Cyclops toys. Um, but yeah, I just love that single slit. I love the helmet and how like, I love how bulky and also how slick RoboCop is. Like it's so heavy duty. It looks so hard to walk in, but also it's like really, it's really smooth. You know, he's got, he's got that smooth chest plate. He's got, it's covering his whole chest, his whole arms. He's got like a, a gun in his leg which I would say is, is kind of part of the armor. It's a, it's a special part of the armor that he has a little holster in the leg. Um, yeah, I, I love this guy. I want to look at this guy all the time. I, I mean, right out of the gate, that look is iconic. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it holds up in, in 2021, man. I watch that movie probably once a year. Uh, every time I watch it, I'm just amazed at how good-looking it, it is. Uh <laughs> I'm a little upset because I definitely bounced this off of somebody else, and they were like, that's not armor. That's that's him. That's just who he is. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't put it on my list. It was – I was honestly – it was on my list up until almost like zero hour, um, and I swapped – and that's kind of when I swapped out uh, uh, Tron. But, dude, I'm with you, man. I think RoboCop is, is awesome looking, specifically his helmet. Um, oh, yeah. There is – there's a, a – when I was a kid – I would draw that all the time, the the, the slit visor look. Um, there's my favorite single issue of a comic ever is Captain America. It's like 235 or something. Um, it's, it's back in the 80s. It was John Walker as Captain America. He has to fight these like mutant terrorists, right? But it's, it's right during, like right after his, his parents died and he kind of had to miss his parents' funeral for this de- defense thing, for this this kind of this this gig or whatever, you know, his first mission, um, and so and and so he kind of takes out his aggression on them and winds up killing all of them. But their costume is like this yellow. They're called like the Resistance or something like that. There's like this yellow. They're like this yellow spandex with like an R. But then for some reason, all of them have RoboCop helmets. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean it's like 99% RoboCop helmets. Like yeah. you know what I mean. And as a kid. Half the reason I love it is because they have RoboCop helmets. Of just course. that that circular dome and just goes over their down to their nose, over yes. top their nose, and has this slit across the eyes. And I'm just like, it's it's iconic. It's simple. It's iconic, and you can't ever do it again because it would just be RoboCop. Like you, yeah. if you see it, you just know instantly it's RoboCop. And the and just the way Peter Weller sold it, the oh, way yeah. he moves. I mean. That is a masterclass in in like body work in the way he he moves and does stuff there. It's unbelievable. Definitely. And like he he showed up, you know, got in that suit and was like I can't move. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they were like, "Okay, well you got to figure something out about that." So that's when he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll just like walk all super slow and chunky and choppy." Um it's amazing. It looks great. That's why I like it. I like sort of the heavy duty stuff. Um so I like that it looks like that. I like that it looks so heavy duty. I think I, I, I was going through this too. I was going back and forth whether this is armor or not. And I think the torso area is sort of what just tipped me over that like if he gets shot in that area, that's going to mess up some of his whatever, his circuits, whatever's in his, his midsection there. But if he gets shot in his chest, it's going to be protected. So I think that that chest armor, I think that leg armor is protecting what is underneath. So that's why that's why I call it armor. I do understand that it is also part of him. But uh, yeah, I. that's why I called it armor. And it just looks so fucking great that it's got to be at the top for me. 
I mean, I, I got no complaints, my man. And, uh, I, you know, what? at this point, you could say the same thing for the Tron stuff. Like, what's them versus what's armor? Right, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like, I, that headpiece is covering his face. Um, although, I do kind of subscribe to this theory that um, that, that face was fabricated and underneath of it's actually robot. And I, it's just yeah. there to keep him from going insane. But his I think brain so, is, too. You know, yeah, and but that, I, oh, really? That that face is just pulled over, basically robot face, basically. That's how I feel. That's what I feel like is uh, when I wa- every time I watch that movie, I try to figure that out and think about that. And I think for me, it makes most sense that it is just his face pulled over um, that robot. But it's still like, but the thing is, it's still like his brain, though. Yeah, it's still his so brain. It's his yeah. brain. I think the face is there for him. I think the face is there also for. The people, the, the public, people won't yeah. just accept a robot as the new, uh, yeah. as the new cop, but they will accept if it, if, if the new robot, the new robot cop has a human face, you know, part human, part robot. Uh, we just, we just put them back together, not knowing that it's really just the brain and the face that mm-hmm. is actually there. Exactly. And everything else is, is, you know, yeah. or, you know, roboticness or whatever. Um, yeah, it's what a great movie. Th- that movie's always great. And honestly, yeah. it's, it's, it's prophetic, you know, with how things are going. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, man, Verhoeven. It, it, that's, hey, that's two, two Verhoeven movies on two our on list, list, man. Yeah, man. Of course. Of course. Um, before we do our number one, because I, if you know me, you know what number one is. Of it's course. Star, it's Star Wars related. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but uh, I'll, just, I'll just throw it out now. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. But before we get into my number one, uh, I want to roll back and I want to talk about uh, uh, the Imperial Guards. Um, I just want to say before you jump in real quick, uh, I was five years old when I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. Clearly, it it affected my entire life. Um, it is my favorite Star Wars movie out of all of them. It's the one I have the most nostalgia for, and I just I love it so damn much. But one of the things besides Boba Fett, and I'll talk about that in a second, one of the things that I always loved ever since I was a kid was the Imperial Guard armor. It would be my top five. If I do a top five Star Wars armor, it would absolutely be top five, maybe even number two, to be truthful with you. That's how much I love it. That's how excited that I am that you picked it, but also not surprised because of how I know I just I it's just so connected I feel with you guys about this stuff. Nice. So please tell me what, what it is you love about the red royal imperial armor. Yeah, so Return of the Jedi kind of um got me excited about movies in general. Like it kind of got me into adult movies where up to that point I was just watching sort of family films, what my parents would let me watch. But um I at one point I lived in a different uh province than older brother. Um and I went to visit him and he showed me Return of the Jedi. So then I, I came back to my province. I was 10 years old and okay. I had a friend who was who was also 10 and I showed it to him. I said, Return of the Jedi, like this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Like we had, let's watch this. And we, we would get so obsessive about this movie and it got us into, I know, then we went and watched like the other Star Wars movies. And then we went in to the video store and got like all the big name movies and rented them and watched them. And so we really got into movies. That's what we would do together. And it always, we'd, we'd always watch Star Wars over and over again. And uh, I guess specifically Return of the Jedi, because that's the one that we kind of started with. 
And it was something about these Imperial Guards. Like, now we have all this expanded universe, we have all these films, and that's great. I love that we have all this stuff to consume. But when I was a kid, all I had was A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. That's all I had is Star Wars. So I had to come up with the other stuff in my head. And all that happened with the Imperial Guards is they showed up, they were walking with the Emperor, they were red. You know, we knew that there was white stormtroopers, there was black Darth Vader, and these dudes were red, and they didn't even do anything. And so me and my friend would just constantly talk, how powerful do you think they are? What I want to see what they would do. Why would why are they with the emperor? When would they be called into the action? And we just had this like big lore that we created about how amazing these five red boys are. You know, we got so obsessed with them. So just that's why I love them so much because as a kid, to me, they were the they were the greatest. They were the greatest warriors you could have in in the Star Wars universe. And I I, I mean they just popped. That red popped. They had that the red the, pops like a motherfucker. Popped. They had the cape on, you know, that just looked amazing. No one else was wearing capes, you know? It just like it was so good. It was it, I love love those uh Imperial Guards. But but like all you see is their helmet. That's the only yeah. part of the armor that you see. And think about how striking that look is. I love the the smoothness of it. Like it has a lot of smooth motion to it. It's it's simple, but yet very elegant. And the fact that we can only see the helmet, and yet it's your number three or four, and it's yeah. my. But if it was in my Star Wars, it'd be my number two. Like it's left such an impression on us, and all we see is the helmet. Exactly. But the fact that, like, I think that there's more armor underneath. You know, the yeah. the cloak, and you don't know what's there. There's just something so cool about just a helmet floating on top of a of a cloak, essentially, because you don't know what's underneath. Yeah, they're so stoic. You know, they just walk out. You know, they're. All you can see is that red helmet. And it's, I just, I was always wondering, what can they do? You know, how strong are they? How good are they at fighting? Like, I just want to see more. You know, I just want to see them fight, which is, you know, probably why I love The Last Jedi. A lot of people don't like that movie, but it's, it's not them, but it's like, it's that idea. It's that idea that there's those red guards and they're fighting. I finally got to see. I mean, they got their ass kicked, but I finally got to see them fight. Yeah, no, dude, uh, that that fight in Last Jedi is actually one of my favorite moments in all of the entire Star Wars uh, uh, franchise. Yeah. And of the sequel movies, I mean, obviously I love the OT is my favorite. Uh, I actually really love the prequels as well. But of the sequel movies, I'm the more we kind of move along with them, uh, Last Jedi kind of holds my attention the most because I think it had the most to say. And uh, I, I feel like the other ones were kind of a bit fluffy and, yeah. uh, and you know, made by committee. You know, whereas I think Last Jedi felt more pure. But, I mean, I'm going to get brutalized for that. But, hey, I don't care. I'll die on that hill. I don't give a shit. I love uh, I love Chronicles of Riddick, too. Come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, I, I will die on every hill that I I make, <laughs> every hill that I climb up. I mean, yeah. I'll listen to you. I'll listen to what everyone has sure. to say. But yeah. uh, I I also love The Last Jedi. Um, it's it's actually one of my favorite Star Wars movies in general. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but, yeah. Oh, that's that's wow. That's that that's a high, that's high praise. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I really I, enjoy it. 
I do too, buddy. I do too. I'll, I'll, I'm right there with you. And yeah, you don't see that a lot. Um, actually, the only thing you really see in and actually, probably my favorite part of um, uh, Rise of Skywalker was those Sith troopers. Even though you don't freaking see them do too yeah. much, but those red Sith troopers looked freaking awesome. Maybe yeah. it's the red, man. Like We like just, red. It, we do. It just stands <laughs> yeah. out, dude. It just pops, like you said. Um, yeah, dude, good. I, I love that pick, man. You, you have no idea... The my my Imperial Guard toys were so near and dear to my heart. Yeah, man. You know, it just you you have no idea how much that that toy and that character. I loved it. I it, it's interesting that 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 was yours as well. And I'm like, huh, that's <laughs> again nice, dude. <laughs> Manus to an, to the end. Yeah, but you're dude, Wario Manus. Wario Manus. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I have to go with Boba Fett as number one. Of course. You, you, I'm sure you knew it was coming. I'm sure everybody out there knows it was coming. What can I say, man? I, like I said, I was five when I saw the movie in the theater. Can you imagine? Just, uh, just unbelievable. Like, what am yeah. I? What am I watching? Reality, like, like from that point on, just reality just became so boring compared to like what was available to me in movies. And one of the things that was so utterly amazing was this bounty hunter Boba Fett with a jetpack, with a, you know, cord, flamethrower, all kinds of stuff. Now, I will say that my favorite version of Boba Fett is the Empire Strikes Back version. I like the the more muted colors. I like the mm-hmm. the sort of the lighter green and everything. Um, I, that's my favorite version. But honestly, the Return of the Jedi was was where I fell in love with him. And then moving forward, you know, it's just my whole entire life. Everyone who knows me, it's just Corey equals Boba Fett. You know, like my entire life has been about Boba Fett my everything about it I and up until one point like I prided myself up until like one point in the early 90s before like sort of the resurgence of Star Wars like I had pretty much everything you could possibly have of Boba Fett like every sort of merchandise and then boom it's it's all it there's too much for me to collect now now I'm very choosy on stuff that I like Um, right now honestly one of my favorite versions of Boba Fett is the white prototype version Uh, I collect a lot of of that because kind of like with the red with the Imperial Guard I I think it's striking to see Boba Fett like all white and uh, for those that don't know his his, his original inception was that he was supposed to be like a a super commando stormtrooper and that's why he was all white and then they're like nope let's just take all the armor and everything that is and then just you know make him a bounty hunter and then paint them all different colors as if he basically acquired those armor pieces from a bunch of different armor. Mm. But that white prototype uh, uh, Boba Fett looks really really cool. You're you're familiar with that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very very cool. Uh, yeah, I, I'm right with there with you. It's just cool to see, um, you know, what he was kind of intended to be um, before we got what we got. But what what's your let me ask what's your favorite version of Boba Fett? Do you have a favorite version? Uh yeah, I'm I'm the same. Um, I'm Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Um, okay. I think, uh, yeah, I that that's just my favorite look uh, of his. Um, I watched Return of the Jedi a lot when I was a kid, um, but as uh, you know, as I grew older and would continually watch all those movies, uh, I've definitely found that empire is my favorite movie mm-hmm. and i think maybe along with that i 
you know, like how he looks in that movie more because I like that movie. Like that's kind of how I go as well. Like <laughs> if I like that movie more, I do tend to okay. skew towards that look of his because um, I watch it more. Um, but yeah, I, I, for me, like the T, you know, the T on the helmet where we talk about helmets never been done better than that. Like that is the best that T has ever looked on a helmet. I, I love how Boa Fett looks. I, and I love the green. Like, I, I think he looks absolutely fantastic. It would Boba Fett would be very close to making my list. Um, definitely would have had in honorable mentions if I didn't know that you absolutely <laughs> love Boba Fett. You know, he'd be in my honorable mentions because, um, yeah, I had Boba Fett toys. I was also just like really into how this guy looked. And I think Star Wars is is amazing for that. Amazing for making us care about characters by just how they look. And Boba Fett's kind of the top. That's the like top example. Yeah, of of yeah, a character that didn't quite do that much, you know. Yeah. But 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 we still love. Um, you know, it, I know that you probably do the same thing. But like, yeah, a movie that you've seen a gazillion times, like Alien. You yeah. know. But when sometimes you you really try to to scrub your brain. You, you, you will sit down and you watch a film like Alien that you've seen a million times. You don't you, you, you know, you try to get in the mindset of like, what's it like to watch it for the first time mm. and don't have yeah. my phone near me. I just actually pay attention to the movie. And uh, I do that with like Empire sometimes, you know, I'll just sit down and watch it. And man, when I can get myself into that mindset of like, OK, let me just put everything out of my head and I'm watching Empire Strikes Back. I'm just like, I feel like a kid again. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God. God, look how cool he looks. Like, I just can't, yeah. can't even, I can't even handle it. Like, <laughs> like yeah. how cool he looks, you know? Totally. And, and watching them, like, me and my friend, for some reason, I, maybe it's because we saw Return of the Jedi first. We watched them in reverse order. So we watched Return of the Jedi. Then we watched Empire Strikes Back. Then we watched A New Hope. So after watching Return of the Jedi a ton and sort of knowing that Boba Fett, you know, has a, a bigger part in that movie, and then going to Empire Strikes Back and just being like, oh, this is it? Like, this is where he started? And this is like, he was just sort of in this small conversation, and then he was a little bit later in the movie he was there. We were just kind of blown away. We're like, that's amazing. Like, let's go over what lines they talked, like what they said to him again and what he said back. We got to figure out some more about this, this guy, because I thought he was a major player in this and he just died in the third act, you know, in the third <laughs> movie. I thought that I thought that he was going to be huge. So we definitely got really obsessed with him as well. Did you um, did you watch the uh, his first appearance in the holiday special? Oh, you yeah. Did, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys yeah. did. An, you guys did an episode on the holiday special like two years ago or something yeah. didn't you it was that's our first right. christmas special yeah that's that's right that's right so that that was a lot of fun uh, and actually it's kind of cool because you can just watch that portion of the holiday special on right uh, D- disney plus yeah um but i gotta say I- i'm not gonna lie i really liked his design in the mandalorian where where he has like that now he has that black kind of tunic on and then the armor on top of it yeah and then i i was shocked that he re- that you know he painted the armor again and it looked mm-hmm. you know new and clean and dude in the episode uh uh, uh shit what was it called um the one with Migs mayfeld uh in season two uh um shit what's his name the the comedian um oh uh, bill burr yeah. bill burr yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. The, so, so the Bill, so Bill Burr, by the way, Migs Mayfeld, because of Bill Burr, became one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time. I think he's totally fantastic. Yeah. But uh, in that in that episode in season two where they go to pick him up and Boba Fett like sort of walks off of Slave One and kind of like looks around. I mean, dude, I have a high quality like GIF of that. I can just look at that on repeat over and over again. Yeah, he man. looked awesome in that design. Yeah, he looks great. I mean, the Mandalorian's great, and uh, he looks uh, his does. Yeah, his design is so good, so good in that show. Yeah, ah, oh, Star Wars, man, Star so Wars. Pumped. So pumped so- to see him. Um, <laughs> Book yeah. of Boba coming uh coming this christmas <laughs> yeah. oh dude dude great list my man this was uh, a ton of fun i i yeah, i knew i knew we would have some some venn diagram connections there for but sure you, you get you you did throw me a, a curveball because so so dean texted me goes um hey does armor can it you know does it have to be for battle or can it protect you you know from the environment? And I said yes, Dean. You can use the uh, the alien suit from uh, from Alien and uh, the spacesuits from Alien. And uh, you know uh, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> you were talking uh, about sunshine. Yeah, I was talking about sunshine. The alien suit was definitely in in the works. You know, it was. Uh, it was something I jotted down, but yeah, after you said that, I was like, this is going to be good. He's not going <laughs> to expect this coming. <laughs> and honestly, to be truthful with you, I'm so happy that I literally saw a picture of it just popped up on my feed. I haven't even, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in forever, but that picture just popped up on my feed like two days ago. So it's so fresh in my memory because I really thought I was like, I was kind of scrolling it. Did one's like scroll down and then you go whoop, whoop, yeah. scroll back up and I was like, huh? Oh cool. yeah, that is what it looked about. I like that. Yeah, you know, I was like, okay, awesome. and I moved on. So I was like, good, yeah. good job, buddy. Another another single slit helmet that is just yeah. a gigantic helmet with a gigantic <laughs> slit. I love it. I love the single slit. Yeah, if if anything from this list, I would tell people if you haven't seen it, something, go watch Sunshine. That's the, I think that's the yeah. the hidden uh, uh, gem on this uh, on this watch list here because that movie was definitely damn damn good. So um, good. But but what is not a hidden gem is is talking back because uh, I, I sing the praises of that podcast all the time. Um, guys and gals, like you got to go listen to Talking Back. Tim and Dean do such a fantastic job. Um, they're I love the conversations. I love what you guys discuss. The theme sometimes sim, tend, tends to be Tim's seen it, Dean hasn't, but I love that. I like that because it gives you a new perspective on something. Honestly, you couldn't ask for like a, a better setup than that because it gives you the nostalgic perspective and then it gives you the new perspective. And guys and gals, you know that that happens a lot on podcasting after dark as well with like me and Zach and whatnot. I haven't seen a lot of the movies that he brings to the table. So, but one thing that I specifically freaking love what you guys are doing over there is you go through a whole franchise and it, you don't always do it in like in order. It's not like episode back to back and everything, but you eventually make your way through it. And I love that. I love, like, I love having this perspective of the whole as well as the individual. And you can go back and just cherry pick and listen to just the alien episodes if you want or whatever, or just the jaws episodes. But I love the fact that you guys go through like franchises and whatnot. And like I said, I love your perspective on things, but, uh, I mean, I can talk forever till I'm blue in the face about it, but please, Dean, you tell us what it's like, to, what talking back is all about. Oh, thanks man. You're such a great supporter of the show. We really appreciate you, uh, all the time. Um, I, I have actually, I just wanted to touch on the franchises. I've, I've really enjoyed our sort of uh, unofficial franchise walkthroughs of things because uh, not, 
not just being stuck in that one world like we kind of just do it whenever we want we'll just hop back and do the next movie in the franchise um not being just stuck in that to watch like seven movies of the same franchise in a row uh, i feel like i'm always refreshed when i go to the next one you know and i so i go to the next one with sort of a clear head clear mind um you know fresh eyes and uh i always have a lot of fun with those with those franchise movies getting to the next one but yeah uh talking back i do it with uh my brother tim as Corey has mentioned um we our, our episodes come out on monday sometimes we drop what we call a double feature which is uh on friday which is just kind of us kind of goofing off or having guests on or just doing something that isn't really um isn't really going to be a walkthrough of a movie it's going to be more of a general discussion and you heard an episode of the double feature. Uh, so we released the Judgment Night um, episode on our feed a couple of weeks ago when Zach and I were on vacation. So you guys got an example of what the Talking Back double feature is is all about. Yeah, that's uh, that was such a fun episode. We, <laughs> yeah. we actually really, really enjoy the double features because uh, we get to have people on. We get to have guests on. It's just how we've kind of worked out how to get guests on the show. Um, so those are those are some of our favorites. So definitely check out some of the double features. Um, but yeah, that's uh, we do movies, comics, video games and more. We've been uh, slacking a bit on the comics and video games and more lately. We've been focusing more on movies, but uh, the comics and video games are going to make a make a return. They're going to come back. So if you're into that stuff, uh, they will be popping up for you. Well, I, I imagine it's it's the prep work on the video game stuff takes a lot of work because you have to dive into the game. And you guys yeah. did a great um, uh, Mario Brothers one, two, and three discussion. But I know that that mean that meant that you had to actually play Mario one, two, and three. And uh, yeah, it's the prep work on on a lot of these shows is is pretty extensive. But one thing that always impresses me is you guys are always out every week. You guys come out with a new episode. Uh, it's always the same level of quality every single time. And uh, I respect the hell out of that, uh, you know, and, and you guys do it. Uh, action Action does it. We I, That's one thing I love about our network is that we all kind of like I I respect all the podcasts on the network, you know, like that's yeah, that means totally. a lot to me. So and I and I feel honored to be in the same network as you guys, too. Hey, me too, man. It, go, it goes for us, too, because uh, I am a fan. I'm a big fan yeah. of every single podcast on our network. Um, they're just all so great and so different. Yeah. Yes, they, they are. They are. And I, I listen to every single one of them and I love them all, all differently. But you say that I'm a big supporter of you, but you and Tim are a huge supporter of podcasting after dark as well. And uh, appreciate that to no end. And I appreciate you doing this armor episode with yeah, me, man. buddy. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for having me on, man. I, I really enjoyed it. The the prep for these uh, for these watch lists is so fun because you don't just pick the five. You go through everything, you know, yeah. you, you write down everything that yeah. pops in your head first and then you dig into it and yep. you figure out what you love. And I really figured out what I loved in armor and what my top five was. It was so much fun. I love the prep. Can, can I say that you are an armor file now? You could. You could. I mean, if it means sexually attracted to armor, then yes, you can. You can say that. <laughs> isolate that <laughs> oh good shit buddy all right guys and gals we'll catch you next time and as always we'll catch you on the dark side join the podcasting after dark patreon community to unlock exclusive monthly content like cast interviews and a fan feedback show plus you get every regular episode of podcasting after dark completely ad-free.
You can also support the show by rating and reviewing us five stars on Apple Podcasts and by recommending us to your friends. Finally, make sure you follow us on Reddit, Instagram, and Facebook for news and updates about future episodes. Just search for Podcasting After Dark. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, hey, Tim. Dean. Uh, This isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then... Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.